0: Hi, this is Coach Colette, welcoming you to another episode of Coach Chat. In today's episode, I have a conversation with Nando Rodriguez. He's a friend of mine and also a breakthrough coach operating out of New York City. He offers both individual and group coaching sessions to help cause breakthroughs by smashing your limited beliefs. How does he do all of this? Well, he's also trained in EFT, like I am, or emotional freedom technique. And he brings another skill to the table, NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming that helps you to produce breakthroughs while using your natural abilities. In this episode, we are talking about self-confidence. We talk about many of the things that get in the way and stop us from feeling self-confident, particularly for women and women of color. And in this episode, Nando shares three ways that you can enhance or boost or amp up your self-confidence. So get ready to learn and be inspired by this episode of Coach Chat with me and Breakthrough Coach Nando. Listen up.
1: So hey, everyone, this is Coach Colette, and I'm excited for another episode of Coach Chat. And today I'm really happy to bring to you... One of my friends and colleagues, Nando, who's also known as the Breakthrough Coach here in New York City, and he really helps clients to transform their mindsets, their actions, and their lives. He's skilled in this NLP thing, which I'm going to have to ask him a little bit more about. I do EFT. He does NLP. You know, I don't know, all these acronyms, but anyway, excited to welcome you to the show, Nando.
2: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. And yeah, let's, let's just dig in.
1: Yeah. So the breakthrough coach, what is, what's that all about?
2: Well, what, what I like to say is that I help people create breakthroughs in areas where they're stuck in, right? So wherever there isn't any movement, and sometimes people will identify my career or my relationships or my finances, right? And so if there's, any, if there's not any movement in any area of your life, Let's create a breakthrough. Awesome, very cool.
1: And how how aware do you think people are about being stuck? Do you find that people come to you and are like I'm so stuck and I need your help or are they a little less aware of that there's something wrong?
2: Yeah, so the people that come to me are like I'm going to say third wave thinkers. And that means that there's something that they caught that's like "Mm, something doesn't feel right Something doesn't move right Something doesn't look look right taste right whatever it is but what i find in everyday life the majority of people they're just okay with how things are going because they just feel like that's just how life is and i used to be one of those people i didn't realize that there was another way to live life right so i thought it was okay for me to dread going to work. I thought it was okay for me to like be stuck in a place, trapped in a place, in a cubicle, where it was 9 to 8 p.m. because all my other friends were doing that too. And then we'd get together at happy hours or whatever and then just commiserate, right? Like, Mm -hmm. ooh, I hate my job. I don't like my boss. There's a gossiping co-worker. And because that's what everybody else is talking about doing. So I must be doing something right, right? Right. Until I discovered like, wait, these people must be lying who say there's another way to live. These people (laughs) must be like, they must be on drugs or something if they're like really happy. And yes, even when you've created a new way of living, you're going to have your bad days. You're going to have your bad moments. That It would be fake and false for me to say, once you move to the other track of things, everything's perfect. But it just really does. I find that the people that you're asking, do they know? The answer is no, because they're resigned. They, they just don't even know what else is out there.
1: Right, right. It's kind of like the levels, levels of consciousness, right? They don't even know what they don't know yet.
2: Ah, yeah, definitely.
1: Right, right. And so, I mean, I was kidding. I do know about NLP, but how, how does um, NLP play into that? How, how Tell our listeners what, what, that, what that is.
2: Yeah, so f- first of all, so my coaching is, it is founded on, on NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. And neurolinguistic programming is where we take a look at what is the what are, what are the results that you're having currently. So it might be like I'm waking up tired, I'm waking up frustrated, I'm I'm unhappy in life. Okay, so that's the result. That's where you're in. Okay, so what are the actions that you're taking that are giving you that result? Well, I'm at a job I don't like. I'm at a job that doesn't appreciate me. I don't have purpose. I just show up and just do the thing. And I can't wait till five o'clock, hits. Okay, so that's the behavior. Okay, so what has you, is that the only place you could work? Oh, well, no, but, and then, right? So it's mindset, action, behavior, and then the result. So NLP really gets you to look at all three and the relationship between the three of them to let you see, wait a minute. So it's the actions, but why do I take these actions? Because it's your mindset. And that's where you get the results. That's where you're at where you're at. And so if we're able to like really deconstruct some of those limited beliefs, right. I had somebody had a consultation with this past Saturday and she was just like, I'm unhappy I'm where I'm at. I'm miserable. There's no purpose. And I hear this a lot. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, um, in her job and her answer was, I'll just get a new job. Right. Okay, great. You get a new job how you, are you, are you going to ensure, how will you ensure that you're not going to be the exact, you're not going to create the exact same situation at that new job. So it's not necessarily like I'm miserable at work. Let me find a new job. It's like, what are the thoughts that are keeping you miserable at work? Right? Because if you take a look at that person I had another client and he switches jobs every six months because he was like, it's the job, it's the job. And after coaching with me, he absolutely fell in love with the current job he was at because when he reached out to me, he was going to apply for, uh, he was interviewing in the process of interviewing for Google and wow. he just knew. Uh, I just know now for a matter of fact that when I get this job at Google, my job could search, my job misery will be over. And what he discovered was not wouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Because whatever he created at every job, he'd take along with him, right? It's not enough. I'm not appreciated. I I don't have a purpose. And once he discovered, he actually discovered, believe it or not, um, and he's in in uh, L&D, learning and development, right, at his company. And in one of the sessions, I was like, seriously, like, you don't feel valued. There's nothing you've ever done that... Anyone has ever come up to you that's made you pat yourself on the back. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting there in discovery. And then he says, Oh, you know what? About three months ago, I did this training with 45 people, and I got 20 let 20 emails the next day of how amazing that training was, Mm -hmm. and how I just made their lives easier by showing them a new way to, you know, to plan or to create presentations or whatever. And I'm like, hmm. But ten minutes ago you you couldn't remember that, right? So it's it's digging so inside that you you even realize how you block things because you're so inside of my job is miserable, I need a new one, yet good stuff is happening, good stuff is occurring, and it's just there's a block there. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, why sort of kidding aside, that's why I love EFT, emotional freedom technique, because it's another way of getting at those same types of limiting beliefs and going mm-hmm. back into, right, when did I, when did that actually happen? Where did it occur? When did that belief, how am I storing it in my body? So it's very similar in terms of not just looking at your present situation, but how you got to where you are from somewhere else.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. And I
2: also do some EFT. Oh, you do? Yeah, I've been, I've been, yeah, I'm certified in EFT as well.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. I think these, the mind-body connection is so fascinating and, and the more that we each learn, and for me personally, you know, even when I, when I come up against my blocks and I will find someone to do an EFT session for myself, like I do my own regular tapping, but there are some times where like, okay, this is a trigger, this is hitting something, I'm hitting a wall, I need to work with someone to go deeper on it. So I I, I do that for myself as well. And I know that you said, said that you work with your coach when you when you hit blocks as well.
2: Yeah, I think it's so important. And I'm so happy that you said that because again, for me, it's like I never sell myself as I've reached the pinnacle of success. I've reached the pinnacle of perfection in my own life. So now I'm going to show you how to be perfect just like me. No, I actually coach from my breakdowns, you know? And when I jump on a, on a session with a client, I never know what will come out because I'm not sure what breakdowns will come up for them that I'll be able to say, oh, let me tell you about what happened to me last week. <laughs> right? This occurred. I got triggered. Da, da da And then this is how I handled it. This is how I was able to work through it. What are you hearing for yourself? And then they're just like, oh yeah, you know? So definitely. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you have someone. Um, I've got three people I reach out to because if one's not available, I jump to the next one. I'm no longer a lone wolf. Right. I am just like, where's my tribe? You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so important. Yeah, and I know that. So we both work uh, with women leaders and women founders, and I know that today we had set the intention to talk about confidence. And so, how would you say this plays into self-confidence? Whether it's limiting beliefs or getting stuck, is
2: there a connection? I so for me, what I what I ha- what the pattern that's been emerging from my clients, my female clients is that there's something, there's an obstacle, whatever it is, whether it's in relationship, whether it's in career, whether it's in finances, and what it comes down to is somewhere, they subscribe to the belief that because, you know, I'm female or what have you, I'm not powerful enough, right, to get through it, right? Uh, Example, you're not enough until you get married. You're not someone until you're married and have kids, right? And so for, for my top executive women who are in top positions, there's that missing because society or what it has told them, this is what you need. And then it brings their confidence down. Like there's the, that myth. They're walking around with that missing. And as you know, if something's missing, you're not whole. And then so you just don't feel complete, which is complete complete, complete falsehoods, fake news, because right. I, I subscribe to the idea that we're all whole, perfect, and complete. It's just we don't have access to some of that just yet. Right. So confidence, confidence is a big one. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think that sense of, and it's interesting that you said that about not enough, because coming back to NLP and EFT and limiting beliefs, right, That. Um, the beliefs that I hear also i 'm not enough or i 'm not worthy of x y or z you know i 'm not deserving of it um, you know so those those beliefs really can stop us from moving ahead from going for things right not like oh i i don't have enough qualifications they also say the same thing where women will if they see a job description or you know in in my case like an rfp a request for proposals and it's like oh you're looking for a candidate or you're looking for a vendor with xyz you know 15 qualifications and and a woman can look at it and be like well I have 12 oh maybe i won't apply right so it's very interesting have you have you seen that as well
2: Oh, uh, definitely. Before I was coaching, I was actually a recruiter. So I was working in HR. So it's interesting that you specifically bring up that fact, because I would see that as a recruiter, what I would do is I would reach out to passive candidates. So, you know, I'd get a job description. It's like, oh, I'm looking for uh, an SVP social media. So then I'd go and, you know, do my search. And then I'd come up with, you know, 10 people and I'd start reaching out. And what I discovered was not only were the men ready to jump in and be like, yeah, I'm interested, throw my hat in the ring, as I would talk about certain certain points that they had highlighted or that, that they had identified on LinkedIn, doing further research, I discovered that they would never done that. So not only had they never done it, they listed that they had, I mean. The the amount of, you could either say confidence or you could say, you know, the BS meter reader there, like that that was there. With the women, on the other hand, when I'd call them up, exactly, you know, and and here's the beautiful thing. Like LinkedIn, uh, uh, a program, at least I discovered, they don't discriminate. So they're just looking for those keywords. So if you've got the keyword, it'll pop you up, right? So then as I'm going through, that's when I'd call them and then I'd investigate. I discovered that the women would be leaving things out. And I'd be like, wait a minute, how come you didn't put on here that you headed the campaign for Coca-Cola as the head of Twitter? You know, and well, you know, it was really a team effort. And, to, and I'd be like, okay, I get it. So yes. Do women tend to fall into the, I don't meet the criteria, I'm bragging, let me dial it, let me scale it back a little bit. And then men tend to, you know, do it a little, you know, push forward a little bit more. And it is present. It is. I I witnessed it firsthand as a recruiter. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And do you, have you noticed any sort of unique challenges for women of color in these arenas or as it relates to confidence?
2: I'm so happy you brought this up. I I tend to believe and and it's not, and it's not backed up by research, but it's from my experience as a recruiter and then now as a coach, I feel like people of color in general tend to have a little bit lower confidence when it comes to these things. And so it's beautiful to see stories like that or because you've worked for it like You know what I'm saying? So I believe that there, and and as for me, right, a gay Mexican male, I feel that my confidence before I got coaching, you know, was, was down in the, you know, down in the dumps as well Mm. because of the, I'm not worthy uh, because of that. Am am I doing it right compared to everyone else? Yeah.
1: Right. Right. And being sort of, and, and I don't know about for you, but for me, in in environments before I was in my business, and even still now as an entrepreneur, right, being being the only representation in a room, right. So when you raise your hand, or when you when I raise my hand and say something, right, it's like all eyes on me, and right. So then. Where, you know, I need to be able to come into that situation, you know, confident and be able to say, yes, this is my opinion, or yes, I believe this, or no, I believe that. And yeah, I think it does take time in some t- in cases to develop that. What, what do you think?
2: I, I, it's, it's interesting because last night, my husband and I and a, and a couple of friends went to, go, um, went to a Fiverr event, right? And th- it was put on by um, a stress management coach. And as I'm sitting there, you know, how I see it, she asked a question and I raised my hand, what have you, in the past, that wouldn't have been me, right? It wouldn't have been me because I would have been in the back. Number one, I was in the front row. So I would, I would usually be in the back trying to go unnoticed and just like hoping she wouldn't ask me a question. And then now I'm in the front raising my hand and I do notice these things and how I see it, but it never would have happened before coaching for me right? Because again, I coach for my breakdowns and I coach for my breakthroughs. And so I have a coach. So I'm continuously going to that next level, right? I see me, um, whatever I say as a contribution,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? And so that's the mindset that I have when I answer questions or when I show up to a podcast or whatever. I'm contributing as a coach, as a gay male, as a Mexican you know mm-hmm. and and that's just where that's just where I'm at and I don't um it's a slice of the pie of who I am right I'm a coach that's a slice I'm Mexican that's a slice you know um, right now in 2019 I'm a male that's a slice it could be you could go either way with that one right you know that might be a slice you want to keep undercover but <laughs> you know it's not it's not who I am 100%, you know, it's looking at the whole and as a whole, this is what I have to contribute. And that really has changed me speaking up and me being present and me being more vocal, yeah.
1: So so, what are some tips or suggestions that you have for listeners in terms of enhancing or developing their self-confidence if, if they're feeling a little bit like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm the person that sits in the back row that hopes no one calls on me. I go to networking events. I don't really talk to people. Mm-hmm. What, what steps or tips do you have for them?
2: Yeah, what I would say is I would say, you know, there's, there's three that I can totally name off. And the first one is really seeing yourself as being a contribution. You know, that's the first one because a lot of the times when we answer whatever, it's so focused on us. Like, what if I say the wrong thing? But if you really come from, I'm, I'm being a contribution, I have life experience that is valuable. I bring something to the table that no one else does. You know, even if there's another you know, gay male Mexican in the which happens to be my husband, my experience is totally different than his. So I have something to contribute. So if you really take a step back, and whether you're networking or you're in the office or whatever, really valuing the fact that he, you've made it this way, this long, and you've done so many great things, you have something to contribute in whatever you know you're being asked or whatever's you know the presentation. The second thing to keep in mind is what are you committed to right so I showed up I showed up at the event last night because I was really wanting to hear you know what are some uh, the topic was creative stress reduction so I was like oh this sounds like fun so what am I really committed to I'm committed to really get the information download creative ways to stress reduction right and she's she's a she's an artist herself her name is Carly I forget what her last name was but she's an artist so she's developed ways to reduce stress through creativity through an artist kind of way and so I'm committed I'm sitting at that at that presentation committed to really grab everything so if I'm committed then I'm engaging right so if you're going to a networking event, what are you committed to? Are you committed to new business? Are you committed to be you know, uh, a contribution? There's, there's a reason why you're going to that thing you're going. There's a reason why I came onto this podcast. There's a re- so number two is what are you, what are you committed to? Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is really like, what's the, um, what's the outcome? That you're looking to create right what's the I'm sorry what's the experience you're looking to create again if I'm in the back I hope they don't pick on uh, not pick on me, but I hope they don't call on me and it might look like picking right oh my god don't let them call on me right what's the experience you're looking to create for yourself at this event in the podcast whatever and I think that's a key component right and so I think if people keep those things in mind I think your confidence starts to re- because you really start to focus on your experience versus what are other people thinking, and I think that that's where the confidence meter kind of gets thwarted mm-hmm. because you think, you know, oh, someone has confidence, they just show up and da 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 da, and it's really something that you can train yourself in. You're not born with confidence. When you're born, you don't have a tag on the back that says, oh, this baby's gonna have confidence. Oh no, this baby's not poor thing. No. It's a skill that you develop, right? And I'm living proof of that. I'm absolutely living proof. So I think if you you really know, you know, that you're creating a contribution, what you're committed to, and the experience that you want to have in whatever situation, it really can elevate, it will elevate your confidence level.
1: That's amazing. I love I love all of that. And I love the sense of The so the first piece is that sense of self worthiness, like we were talking about, that like you are enough in your own way, wherever you are, whoever you are, how far you've come. And then the last two were kind of like setting the intention for what's actually going to happen. And so my thought would be, right, if I were, if I were using your tips, thinking about them before I go into the situation, before I go into the meeting, before I go into the networking event, before I go into the interview or, you know, the, the meeting with the client, then I'm more likely to create that experience on the back end. That's amazing, I love that, I love all of that. I'm asking everyone that's a guest on this segment, uh, what does Start Within mean to you? And I'd like you to also share how that might connect to confidence. So what does Start Within mean to you? And how do you think that connects to self-confidence?
2: So what that means to me, and it's such a great question and I love it. On my podcast, what I ask people is like, how do you reset, right? Okay. So my podcast is called um, Sunday Reset. And okay. I bring that on board. And I just, I want to hear everybody has a, something to contribute. How do you reset from a bad day, a bad breakup, a bad job, bad, you know, whatever it is. And so what you're, you're <laughs> I love that you're doing the exact same thing. And for me, what it comes down to is actually self-generating, right? It's, it comes down to self-generating. And what I mean by that is I've been working on an online course. I've had this idea of doing an online course, but there's something stopping, me, right? And those things that stop me are that little chatter, right? That I call the always internal dialogue. And it stops me and it says something like, Well, no one's gonna buy it, right? Um, No one knows who you are, right? Exactly. Its job is literally to just sit there and bully me, right? And so the chatter, the always internal dialogue, no one's gonna buy it, no one knows who you are. And if people do buy it, they're not gonna get anything out of it. Who do you think you are, right? So these are the things that really, really come to play for me as I'm sitting there trying to script out, creating the content for my online course, right? And what I discovered was on some days it's, the chatter is louder, it's on loudspeaker. And on other days, it's just, you know, I'm able to lower the volume. Yeah, I'm able to lower the volume. And so on the days that I actually lower the volume, I can work because it's it's like to the side, I push it to the side. But so what's the difference between lowering the volume days and the loudspeaker days? There's a trigger, something happened. And so that's what I'm that's what I'm becoming, a, that's what I'm aware of that something triggered me. And then now the always internal dialogue is on loudspeaker. Mm-hmm. So self generating is not me hanging out waiting for now someone to rescue me, right? Sometimes I do need to reach out though and get some coaching, but the majority of the times, because of the coaching experience that I have, I'm able to self-generate now from all my coaching experience. So what that looks like is me, okay, Nando, seriously, you have so much, so much knowledge And you've created so many breakthroughs for yourself financially, in your relationship. You've created your own practice. Like you've come such a long way. How can anyone not get something from what you're saying, from what you're doing, and saying, here are the steps. This is how I got here. Follow some of these same steps. Who knows where you'll get, right? So it's really self-generating. So that's to me, is like what it is to like start with it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and so when you are able to self-generate, do you notice for
2: yourself that then that impacts your, your own confidence? Yes. Because then I'm inside of back, back to what I was saying, I'm being a contribution. What's my commitment. And then what's the experience I want to have Trigger towards you, at least for me. And so I really have to like, get back into, you know, my, um, Am I being energetic enough? Am I being, what's the experience here, right? And so if there's something that I I don't feel comfortable, like, you know what, I need to flush this out a little bit more, the confidence drops a little bit because then I feel like, oh, I'm not doing the service to the people that are going to watch this. So it's very much related. If I'm self-generated and I'm like, an, you know, if I'm inspired, I'm in possibility, then my confidence is up here. But if I haven't self-generated and I'm looking at life like, oh, I just can't get it right or you know there's so much noise outside it's going to be in the video like all these distractions then the confidence goes down exactly
1: yeah I, I i feel that i feel very similarly and and for me right being able to find you know the tools like EFT we've talked about you know you were mentioning the NLP or for me meditation and sleep like the, like i noticed from myself personally like on days where i After nights where I haven't gotten a lot of sleep, I need to do a lot more to use your word self generating to get the energy going to be able to keep going. And then if I do get triggered, it might be easier for me to kind of get thrown back because I don't have the same rest, you know, inside, I, I didn't get the same amount of rest or the same, same amount of sleep. So it's, it hits me a little bit differently.
2: And I think I'm so happy you said that because something that comes up for me also is like, are you taking care of your well-being? Because you could have all the confidence in the world. You could be committed. You could be, but like you said, if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not drinking your water, which you will see me constantly with my big gulp here and it's full of water, water, sleep, eating nutritiously. There you go. Um, These are things that people don't really realize that they really thwart you in whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Those are the basics. Yes, you could hire me as a coach. We could hire you as a coach. But if you're not doing those basic things for yourself, then you're not opti- you're not gonna be optimized. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's a great great way of sharing it Um, so yeah so speaking of of your work and all that sort of fun stuff how can people find out more about what you do are you online social media the whole nine yards
2: I was lucky enough way back in the day when internet not internet had started but (laughs) when the social platform started coming out I grabbed every single one of them so you can find people can find me anywhere at Nandoism Right, so it's nondoism.com on Instagram, it's nondoism, Yahoo, uh, Yahoo, YouTube, it's, uh, it shows my age, uh, YouTube, it's at nondoism, just everywhere, all the social platforms at nondoism. Yeah, That's but the main cool. hub is nondoism.com, and then everything else, um, you know, they can offshoot through there.
1: That's fantastic. I always have so much fun whenever we speak. So I'm so glad that we, that we carved out this time to have this conversation and your energy radiates and it, it gets me excited. And, and I'm, and I always feel, feel more
2: energized after talking with you. Oh, thank you so much. And you know, I have to, uh, we have to set up a time for you to come on my podcast. Oh, I'd love you that. Can, you can tell my listeners how to, how you reset, I would love to do that.
1: Okay. That's amazing. And then we'll share, we'll cross, we'll cross share. So listeners will, will, when I'm on that show, we'll share Nando's podcast and, and I'll, I'll share your podcast link in, in the next for this,
2: for this show as well. So
1: thank you so much for being with us today.
2: Thank you. It was a great time. You have, I love, I love the direction that you do your podcast in. It's absolutely wonderful and i I'm really really hoping that somebody gets you know that I've been able to contribute to to someone with what you know with my message
1: oh definitely i'm 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 convinced you you helped me right so and it's 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 just one person right there's and that is the thing right thinking about to your point about right you know it's we can be a contribution it it doesn't always have to be to 1 million people at a time right if one person gains something from this podcast then i feel like we've we've done our jobs
2: totally agree 100% agree yes
1: fantastic so so tune in keep tuning in folks for future segments of coach chat and this is coach collette helping you to start within to finish strong